I'm Willow Astor, and this week on Living in the Pages, I speak with Allie Martinez. We discuss her three-year journey from being a non-reader to best-selling author, her best advice on getting unstuck, and her strategy for writing and still having a life. Hello, Allie. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Busy morning. Yeah. What have you been up to this morning? Um, just running around with sick children and oh. the, the usual when you have something to do. Yes. <laughs> Murphy's Law and all. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. The something I have to do is write like 4,000 words, not this phone <laughs> call. So it's fine. <laughs> I was trying to count all your books. 18... Books? I think I have 18 full-length books. I have nice. a couple of novellas and stuff, too. I think I'm, I just say over 20 because <laughs> wow. I don't know how to count either. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Thanks. When did you start? I started writing in 2013, and I published my very first book, though, in January of 2014. Okay. So I think I just passed my five-year publishing anniversary. Have you always been a writer, or was it? I was definitely not always a writer. I wasn't even a reader, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Everybody talks about, like, I remember reading this book in, you know, elementary school, and you would never see me without a book, and... No, I didn't start reading until 2000. I mean, of course, I read books for school. I read The Great Gatsby before that. Yes. <laughs> but um, leisurely reading. It wasn't until 2011 when I got put on bed rest because I was pregnant. And I got oh. put on bed rest. And I had a two-year-old little boy at the time. Oh, man. And my sister loaned him her nook so that he could play Angry Birds while we laid on the couch together while my husband was at work. <laughs> And so I just got curious because I had watched the Twilight movies and I needed to know how yep. the Jacob and Renesmee thing worked out. <laughs> so so I decided to read The Last Twilight and then I read a book a day after that every single day for, wow. I guess, three years. I went through a thousand plus books. It just became this addiction and so my husband moved us to Chicago when I had four very small children. I had a three-and-a-half-year-old, a 16-month-old, and twin four-month-olds. Oh, my word. And, yeah, and so I was stuck in this house. I couldn't even leave because I had so many little teeny kids. <laughs> and it was snowing. I'm a southern girl. It doesn't snow where I'm from. Yes. <laughs> I had no friends, so I told my husband I was going to make my own. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're going to what? I was like, I'm going to write a book. And Aww. he giggled at me. He was like, yes, sure, honey, you go ahead. Six <laughs> weeks later, I was finished. <laughs> That's amazing. Six yeah. weeks. That's impressive, too. Yeah, I was crazy. I was, I, they just, the words just kept coming. And so after that, I think I did five books my first year. And then I've leveled out since then. <laughs> was that the Spider series? The Wrecked and Ruined series. Wrecked and Ruined. Yeah, okay. it was fun. It was, it was, I've, I never would have thought 10 years ago this would be my career, but it has been such a whirlwind and roller coaster ride, and I am loving it. That's and stressing incredible. about it too, but loving it. <laughs> what stresses you about it? Tell me. Basically, the, the managing life work balance. And I think that's a problem for mm-hmm. not just writers, but moms in general. When my kids were little, it was a lot easier for me. Everybody took naps Mm -hmm. and it seems crazy that it would be easier when they were younger, but you know, they didn't require as much of me when they were that age. Um, Mm -hmm. Now they're all in school, but they all have, you know, 
activities. They want to go to gymnastics. They want to do all of these things. So I'm no longer able to squeeze words in at random times and things like that. I have to have a very set schedule. And it's really hard to schedule creativity. It's hard to be like, okay, nine to five, you're going to be creative. And then from five until bedtime, you are going to be in total mom mode and give those kids everything you have. But Mm-hmm. then, you know, go back to being creative if you're on a deadline and have to write at night. <laughs> oh, yeah, it gets crazy. And it is stifling at times. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. And it never fails that while I'm in mom mode, cooking dinner and talking to kids, I get the best ideas for my books that I had been of course, staring at a computer for three hours trying to find and couldn't find. <laughs> How do you remember it then later? I have a notes you- app on my phone and I will dictate... Yes weird, crazy sentences that people would think I was crazy if they read the notes because they don't make any sense (laughs) except for to me. (laughs) That's good if it works for you. It does. And then I'll go back and I can, I'll I'll know what they are. Sometimes I find some that I don't, I don't even understand. Like a week later, I'll be like, (laughs) I I don't, or something that was really profound to me in that moment when I took the note. Yeah. But afterward you realize it just says, I love you. And you're like, wait, well, I mean, at the time, that was very profound, but I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever tried like Google Docs or Scrivener on your phone? I can't write on my phone. Like I dictate into notes. Like I'll I'll lose a lot of what I'm saying if I try to like type it in. So I'll dictate into notes. Mm -hmm. So I've been thinking about trying some dictation software, but... I haven't had a break in my schedule enough to be able to to tweak anything. Yeah. Right now, I know what I'm doing. I better just stick with that. That's understandable. (laughs) Last year, I used Google Docs a ton while I was waiting at Taekwondo or, you know, Mm -hmm. usually I watch what's going on instead. But sometimes if you're just in the car a lot. It's yep. really helpful. <laughs> it is. I've dictated before, like when my I'm driving along, like on a road trip or something, my husband's staring at me. I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm not typing. I'm just <laughs> writing a book. <laughs> <laughs> so I've noticed you mostly write duets and series. And I wonder about how much you know ahead of time going into one. Do you know kind of the whole arc of the series or no so my duets yes my duets I know you know what my cliffhanger is going to be and I know the big twisty bits and I know that kind of thing so the duets yes they are pre-planned but the duets also get away from me now um my last release was across the horizon Mm -hmm. which is a spinoff of one of my duets because the brother in that book was amazing. And I was just like, Tanner needs a book. Yes. It can be read as a standalone. I was very careful with that one to write it so it could be read as a standalone. But it technically is part of that, you know, duet. Uh-huh. It follows the same timeline and everything. But the series happened by accident. Okay. I'm not going to lie. When I wrote Changing Course, um, that was my debut. I didn't know that I had more books in me. I told mm-hmm. everybody, I was like, no, I'm just going to write one book. Like, I don't think I have any more ideas. (laughs) (laughs) And then you meet these side characters as you're writing and you're like, nope, you're, you're getting a story (laughs) and you're getting a story. And my, uh, my other series on the ropes, it's a sports romance series. I had hoped it would become a series, but I was in that point in my career where I was like, okay, if the first book doesn't, you know, kind of take off and be a hit for me, I'm going to have to shift gears and find something else. But luckily, 
Fighting Silence did amazing. So I was very lucky oh. to be able to write for his two little brothers. Yes. So that series spans, I think, 20 years because oh, wow. in the beginning of the book, the hero from the first book is 18. His little brother is like five, I think. Yeah. And so I got to write Corey's book for the ending. So I was really lucky there. So fun. So now... Basically, I can't write a standalone. I try really hard. <laughs> I try, but I fall in love with these characters. Well, I love so it. So I, I just get stuck. So I will probably always, the readers laugh at me, like in my readers group, when I say, I'm going to write a standalone. They're like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because I already, I'm 30,000 words into my new project and I'm, I'm changing a character's name because he didn't have a hero's name but I'm like oh. yeah you're going to be a hero in a book eventually <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah I'm terrible I think it's great because people know they're getting more of that world whenever they read one of your books which probably is really helpful it is it works out really well um the worst is when they ask for people that I don't know very well in the book and they're like, oh, you know, Rick Matthews needs a book. And I'm like, oh, I don't really know him. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, uh, well, what about this guy? <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Do you write every day? I write Monday through Friday, nine to five, unless I'm on a deadline. Mm-hmm. If I'm on a deadline, I will work some nights and some weekends to make things happen. But for the most part, I, again, work-life balance. When I first started this, I was just sprinting, like full sprinting, writing every free moment. Mm -hmm. There was nothing besides writing, taking care of my kids and writing some more. Mm -hmm. And it just, it got to the point where I was like, I'm really missing out on a lot of my life. Yeah. (laughs) And so we hired a nanny to help me with the kids so that I could write while my husband was at work so Mm -hmm. that we both have a solid work schedule. And of course, like any job, like I said, on deadlines, it fluctuates and I have to pull some nights and weekends and he expects that he does at his job as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So that has been key to my ability to produce books as quickly. I try to do four to five a year and having that schedule has been the best thing that's happened to my career. Mm, That's great. Do you still live in Chicago? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was (laughs) short-lived. We lived there for a year and a half, and I hated it. Nothing against people who live in Chicago. I'm sure it's amazing. It was just not the right time in our life to be living somewhere so far away from our families. I had four children under the age of four. That's, oh yeah. Like, I I needed help. For sure. And I needed people I could trust who could give me that help. And we went through a series of sitters and we just it, no so first chance we got my husband well, I'll move you back to South Carolina <laughs> oh, I'm happy for you that's great what do you do when you get stuck somebody asked me this just the other day in a group they asked how they should handle writer's block or you know being stuck have is to cry <laughs> and to drink wine and to cry some more but while you're doing all this crying just right. Hmm. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. It doesn't matter if you're going to delete these 5,000 words later. Mm-hmm. Just write the words and get something on the paper because eventually you'll catch a flow. It's like surfing. Hmm. You will eventually catch that wave that will carry into something great, but you have a lot of 
crashing and falling off before that happens. I love this advice. (laughs) That's so great. I really do. I'm serious. I've never heard it put that way. And I think you're absolutely right. It's the only thing that works for me. I have done a lot of (laughs) my last duet almost killed me. And that was the only way I ever finished. Mm -hmm. And I deleted almost as many words as I kept for that. But I got there (laughs) on deadline. (laughs) So painful when it's like that. Yep. What about for those authors who are struggling with low visibility, successful authors that just seem to not be seen anymore? That is so hard because nowadays what works for one person never works for another person. Like I have uh, my, my best friend is actually an author too. And we, you know, we struggle. She's like, well, I'm doing the same thing you're doing. Why isn't it working? I mean, mm-hmm. she's never said it rudely or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, we, we try to share advice with each other and I don't, I don't know. I think struggling with visibility these days is the hardest thing because the game is always changing. You never know what game you're playing with Amazon or with uh, Facebook or any given day. The game is totally new. Right. <laughs> so, I think just being active and being out there a lot, Mm -hmm. even if it's asking what kind of laundry detergent your readers need instead of texting your best friend to ask what kind of laundry detergent, you know, like little things readers will remember and they will latch on to that. And the more interaction we can get on social media, the more it'll be seen Mm -hmm. in the long run. But speaking as someone who has turned off social media at night so that I can actually focus on my family You just got to set it up during the day. (laughs) Yeah, right. Do you have that feeling like, oh, I'm missing out? Or I used to. I used to. And it took me a solid six months, really, to kind of, it it was almost like it was an addiction. I felt like I had to be doing more. I had to be posting more. I had Mm -hmm. to be always available. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you're allowed to not be available 24 seven and to have a family and to just cut it off and to write. It also started affecting my writing because I would have Facebook up in the background Mm -hmm. as I was writing. And, you know, I I would be answering reader questions and speaking to other authors about things. I love, I love helping other authors. It's a real Mm -hmm. passion of mine. Mm -hmm. But I found like, (laughs) if I, if I do that during my working hours, I will get zero words. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's true. So it was a struggle to get used to it, but I I kind of I got over it and now I'm very comfortable. It feels weird going onto Facebook like at night and stuff mm. like that now. That's inspiring. And I love that you love helping other authors. I do so much cuz I needed all the help when I started. I cannot even tell you how clueless I was when I published my first book. Mm. I was just And if it weren't for all these people explaining things to me, I would not be here today. Have you ever met Stephanie Myers? No, I have not. (laughs) I met E.L. James, though. She was my next go-to. I met her at Book Bonanza and thoroughly choked. And I was like, hey, I'm Allie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do a fast five. I'll ask questions and you answer off the top of your head. What is your go-to easy meal? Oh, 
okay, so it's spaghetti, but I hate spaghetti. Really? <laughs> but my family will actually eat it, and I am willing to take the hit for oh that. My goodness. Speed. <laughs> this reminds me of the first question I was going to ask you, which I'm breaking out of Fast Five for a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you have against pizza and ice cream? I just don't <gasps> like them. <laughs> you should see how many people's like mouth drops when I, I say they're like, know. you don't like. And I'm like, oh, I just, I, I I don't know. Ice cream? Like none? Uh, I will eat white pizza. I don't like pizza sauce. Yeah. So if I go somewhere where there's a white pizza Mm -hmm. or like, you know, something with no sauce. But that's also why I don't like spaghetti is the sauce. I don't like red sauce. And ice cream, I think my taste buds get numb because I think the first bite is delicious. But then I don't taste anything after that. And I'm like, well, this is boring. Well, (laughs) I mean, you're saving some calories. Yeah, (laughs) I just, I'm weird, but I don't hate either one of them. I just don't like them. Really amazing. (laughs) Very interesting. (laughs) Last book you read and loved. This is not the last book I read. This is the last book I am like fawning all over Ooh, is yes. Look the Part by Julianne. Oh, isn't she great? Oh, I love her. I've become like a crazy stalker. I yeah. think she's on the verge of blocking me, I think. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet in her she book. Is. That book, I just, I still can just lay in bed and think about these characters. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're happy right now. (laughs) Have you read the Jack and Jill series? I have not read Jack and Jill. I just read her new one, though, The um, A Place Without You, I think is the name of it. Yes. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I begged her for an arc of that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Read the Jack and Jill series. I will. I listen to a lot of audio when I take my kids to things. And that's how I happened to stumble across Look the Part. I was like, oh, I want an audio. So that's a lot of how I randomly find books these days. (laughs) I'll look into Jack and Jill, though. Do you prefer red or white? White. Favorite way to spend a Friday night? Drinking wine in my nightgown with my girlfriend. Nice. (laughs) This is a thing. We have pajama parties where they will come over or I go to their house and we make charcuterie boards and drink wine and hang out in our pajama nightgowns, whatever we're wearing at the time. I love it. Gossip. <laughs> Love that. Who is your charcuterie board inspiration? Do you have one? We just create. We like going to the cheese shops when we go to any town. Like mm-hmm. we travel. I just keep saying we. It's my best friend who's also an author, A.S. Teague. She travels with me to all my signings and, and is, in general, just my book wife. <laughs> she does everything for me. <laughs> and she's my best friend. She lives just down the road. Aww, we go to all the cheese great. shops anywhere we go. And we end up coming home with, like, bags of random cheese and meat. Fun. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Last show you binge-watched. We are currently re-watching Game of Thrones yes. to get ready for the new season. I just started for the first time. <gasps> I know. <sighs> Yeah. You, I'm, I'm actually jealous because you get to watch it for the first time. Yeah, like it's, it's so good. I didn't catch on for the first three or four episodes. I was like, what? I don't understand the hype. And then halfway through the first season, I was like, I get it. I yeah. love it. <laughs> the first season, I feel like is hard to remember who everyone is. And it is. But after that, I'm telling you, these people will be your your best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Which with Game of Thrones could be a good or bad thing. So. <laughs> Well, I think it's time for us to sing a song. We're going to sing? Yes. What are we singing? I was wondering about 
pinks. So what? Yeah. Okay. All Are right. You start me off though, and I will join in because I'm not even sure of the beat on this one. Okay. Na 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 na. I want to start a fight. Na 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 na. I want to start a fight. So so what? I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves, and I don't need you. And guess what? I'm having more fun. And now that we're done, I'm gonna show you tonight. I'm alright. I'm just fine. And you're a tool. So so what? I am a rock star. I got my rock moves, and I don't want you tonight. <laughs> yes I got going and then I lost my place Because I was really into it You should have seen me I was I was jamming I felt it I felt it <laughs> Yes Oh well, You are the most fun ever For sure I'm always down for pretty much anything I love it <laughs> Well thank you so much for giving your time today I know you should be writing And you're so busy and I really appreciate you talking with me. I appreciate you having me. This has been a blast. I'm always game to talk. <laughs> Usually people have to shut me up. I but, just want to yeah. talk to you more. So it was <laughs> so fun. Well, have a great rest of the day. You as well. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Isn't she so fun? I love her. Oh, my goodness. All right, I will see you next week. 